Section 5 of The Art or Craft of Rhetoric. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Amelia Chesley. The Art or Craft of Rhetoric by Leonard Cox. Dedication. To the Reverend Father in God and His Singular Good Lord, the Lord Hugh Farrington, Abbot of Reading, his poor client and perpetual servant, Leonard Cox, desireth long and prosperous life with increase of honor. Considering, my special good Lord, how greatly and how many ways I am bounden to your Lordship, and among all other that in so great a number of cunning men which are now within this region, it hath pleased your goodness to accept me as worthy to have the charge of the instruction and bringing up of such youth as resorteth to your grammar school, founded by your antecessors in this your town of Reading. I studied a long space what thing I might do next, the busy and diligent occupying of myself in your said service, to the which both conscience and your stipend doth straightly bind me, that might be a signification of my faithful and serviceable heart, which I owe to your lordship, and again a long memory both of your singular and beneficial favor toward me, and of mine industry and diligence employed in your service to some profit, or at the least way to some delectation of the inhabitants of this noble realm, now flourishing under the most excellent and victorious prince, our sovereign lord, King Henry the Eighth. And when I had thus long propensed in my mind what thing I might best choose out, None offered itself more convenient to the profit of young students, which your good lordship hath always tenderly favoured, and also meter to my profession, than to make some proper work of the right pleasant and persuadable art of rhetoric, which as it is very necessary to all such as will either be advocates and proctors in the law, or else apt to be sent in their princes, ambassades, or to be teachers of God's word in such manner as may be most sensible, and accept to their audience. And finally, to all them that have anything to propose or to speak afore any company, whatsoever they be. So contrarily, I see no science that is less taught and declared to scholars, which ought chiefly, after the knowledge of grammar once had, to be instruct in this faculty, without the which oftentimes the rude utterance of the advocate greatly hindereth and appeareth his client's cause. Likewise, the unapt disposition of the preacher in ordering his matter confoundeth the memory of his hearers, and briefly in declaring of matters, for lack of invention and order with due elocution, great tediousness is engendered to the multitude being present, by occasion whereof the speaker is many times ere he have ended his tale either left almost alone to his no little confusion, or else, which is a like rebuke to him, the audience falleth for weariness of his ineloquent language fast on sleep. Willing, therefore, for my part, to help such as are desirous of this art, as all surely ought to be, which intend to be regarded in any commonality, I have partly translated out of a work of rhetoric written in the Latin tongue, and partly compiled of mine own, and so made a little treatise in manner of an introduction into this aforesaid science, and that in the English tongue. Remembering that every good thing, after the saying of the philosopher, the more common that it is, the better it is, 
and furthermore trusting thereby to do some pleasure and ease to such as have by negligence or else false persuasions be put to the learning of other sciences or ever they have attained any mean knowledge of the latin tongue which my said labor i humbly offer to your good lordship as to the chief maintainer and nourisher of my study beseeching you though it be fair within your merits done to me to accept it as the first assay of my poor and simple wit which if it may first please your lordship and next the readers i trust by the aid of almighty god to indict other works both in this faculty and other to the laud of the high godhead of whom all goodness doth proceed and to your lordship's pleasure and to profit and delectation of the reader end of section 5